0: So, with Sierra Bezrat Hashem, we're going to go on the path now on what it is to be prepared and to have a meeting with the King of Kings. And basically, what we're doing is we're building. We're building a, a sanctuary literally in the heart, and and there's a safer. There's a safer called building a sanctuary in the heart. And that safer is written by uh Rabbi Itamar Schwartz and he's actually known as one of the author of many of the writings and teachings of the Bilbali um which is Bilbali Mishkan Evne and so in, in in this in his teachings it it sums up three elements which is a method to do this and the goal is to create in oneself we have to create in our, ourself a sanctuary within which the divine presence will rest and so the method is like building step by step in a concrete way that's both simple and profound and the tool is is your heart is your heart so we're gonna we're gonna go through this you know together and we're gonna guide We're going to guide you on how to arouse your inner feelings using the medium of directed thought and speech as well for like extra effect. And so um, Rabbi Itamar Schwartz, by the way, just because his Torah is amazing, and he studied the full spectrum of Torah literature that deal with the topic of how the best to serve Hashem. And he's associated with the great Sadiqim in our generation who have written Hashkamos to his Hebrews, the forum on every on, on, on large variety of topics. So using an eclectic approach, he's developed a method that speaks to the hearts, to speak to the hearts of Jews from all walks of life. And um, he can go from anywhere and, and, and teach his teachings, reach anywhere from... That reach a modern orthodox youth, youth, to a mere sharim Hasidim. So he goes from all spectrums and to present ideas, he doesn't dive into philosophical discussions, and he you know, and he just shows by constantly repeating basic fundamentals of emuna, how a person can gain different perspectives on life in this world. And so sometimes during these lessons, by the way, and we're going to be learning, by a lot of torah sages um uh, there's a lot of torah out there and so we're going to learn from a lot a lot of sages on this subject messiah for example is 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 one of them and so forth and and we're going to do this deliberately since since basically we're going to also sometimes repeat things over and over again because by reinstating what is maybe apparently obvious the idea starts to penetrate the mind from the mind to the heart and and that's the purpose here we have to we, we're going to try to get to the heart and so with sincere hope sincere hope that this these lessons Bezat Hashem, will help prepare us and our generation for bezrat hashem the much awaited time of mashiach and so that's when will happen and when we'll see that as the prophets say that the entire earth will be filled with the knowledge of hashem so with that being said what i want to do here is um I want us to have insight to attain, like, true perfection, like we talk about, or it's talked about in Mesilas, Yeshayim. And so it's the only true perfection in the Vekas to Hashem. And it's what David HaMelech referred to when he said, And as for me, closest to Hashem is my good. Only this is good. While well, anything else deemed good by people is vanity and deceptive emptiness. So we're going to learn the deeper aspects of torah wisdom and since not everyone is capable of comprehending profound concepts for the most part we're going to focus on the practical approach developed from those principles and so if one desires to also understand underlying concepts the torah is available for anybody who wishes to study it Um, so the ideas that we're going to move forward with have the tendency to proliferate and digress into into many other topics so we've made we're going to make every effort not to stray away from the main point which is how to achieve the vacas in a tangible and simple way and and so the vacas by the way is our intention is that we'll be clear to a person that a person's goal in life is only is only to attain the vacas to hashem and so to do that we have to understand basically to clarify the purpose of life so the primary task of a person's service of Hashem to be of Hashem, is to clearly identify a person's purpose in in this world so every Jew knows as a matter of course that there's a creator we know that there's God there's creator there's a Shem who created the world including including yourself Including ourselves, right? And we all—he also sustains the entire world, including ourselves. He sustains us as well. So the Creator of the world tells each person what he expects of him, and the root of the problem lies in the fact that the person doesn't have a clear idea of what Hashem wants from him. What exactly does Hashem ask and expect for 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 him to do in this world in life? So a person might ask, are we dealing with someone who does not know that we have a Torah given to us from heaven? We've already received the Torah, which explains that man's purpose throughout his life is to fulfill the 613 or 620, which we have, mitzvot. But the truth is that the world is called olam. And this relates to the word ha'elem, concealment. Because here in this world is tremendous confusion. It's Hashem's will that as long as one does not yearn. And work very hard to ascertain precisely, precisely, what does Hashem, your God, seek from you? You're not gonna know it. You're not gonna know it. So a person's life will progress with confusion and obscurity, and he won't have a method on how to serve the creator. He's just not gonna know. And so the point is undoubtedly that a person knows that he has to keep the mitzvot, he has to keep the 620 mitzvot which is a service of Hashem, it's not merely the fulfillment of unrelated mitzvot whenever they present themselves. Rather, the, the mitzvot have to be fulfilled as if one is building an edifice so that the mitzvot will build a person properly. So there needs to be a clearly defined method of fulfilling the mitzvot in an organized and structured form. So a person has to know what's, what it is, to to be the beginning of the structure what's the beginning of it it's continuation and what's the goal of fulfilling all the mitzvot in other words a person has to clarify how fulfilling mitzvot builds his soul and what process to follow in order to achieve this so there's 613 or 620 given to man and he has to identify and choose which one of those mitzvot to begin with so obviously there there's mitzvot that we have to do daily and, and some that apply only at specific times and and we know when to fulfill them. We're not we're not discussing these. There's a mitzvah to love Hashem, and a mitzvah to fear him, to have Yachamain, and another mitzvah to cleave to him, and many, many, much more mitzvot. So a person must put them into Seder, into a set order, not knowing the correct order is a state of hayalim, confusion. So when there is hayalim, confusion, it's difficult to attain the goal of the mitzvot. So first of all, before attempting to clarify these issues, there must exist a true desire. We have to really have a desire to to gain clarity in these matters. A person has to view life in a correct manner, understanding what our situation is in this world, like namely that our entire life is only for the purpose of serving Hashem. It's our obligation as well as our privilege to clarify the meaning of our life here. We must understand and appreciate that the place for our ultimate rest and pleasure is the world of reward, which is in Gan Eden, in Olam So our entire purpose here in the world is to serve Hashem, to be an Evid of Hashem. We must identify a clear, stable path which we will follow in order to serve Him. Have to do that. So the matters that we're going to deal with are not abstract ideas or anything like that, but a way of life in the most literal sense a program of how to live a true life on earth, a life that brings a person to the desired goal. So we're going to attempt to clarify the issues ascending, because it's a climb from easy levels to more difficult ones, step by step, presenting a ladder of growth that's clear to understand as possible. And this way we're going to see before us a well-established path for serving hashem because don't forget that we 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 can't just jump right in and start to have a conversation with our god we don't know who he is and we don't even know who we are and we don't even know our purpose and in order to do that we have to understand the let's go back to the basics and let's start to understand the structure of creation and who we are as as a soul and then from there we're going to start to climb the ladder and little by little we're going to start to know our creator and by knowing your creator will help you build a relationship a lasting and true relationship real relationship with your creator so if we if you were to ask people considering our present state that what would you regard to me the most worthwhile and appropriate area in which to start your avodash hashem right so a person might think Or respond that it seems to him that maybe his weak point is diligence in 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 studying Torah, or that the area that he has to start working on, or that should be an area to start working on to fix. Or another person can you know reply that upon self introspection he finds that maybe lashon hara, a person should work on their lashon hara. That that that's his vulnerable point, or he feels that he's not careful enough about guarding his tongue, for example. So there are words that are improper or forbidden to escape his lips. So a third would say that the issue he must begin with is shalom bias. Maybe the person feels that this is something that demands uh, his immediate attention. He doesn't have enough patience with his family members. He doesn't include them sufficiently in his decision-making process. He doesn't provide adequate emotional support. And so we would find many varied responses among people. And it would seem, therefore, that each person would require his own custom-designed response to what is the correct path for a person here to follow, depending on a person's unique situation, because we're all unique. But however, the truth isn't quite so. There's one point that everyone, almost, without exception, has to begin with. We all have to begin with that, and that is that every one of us, every single one of us, has been sent from the higher world down to this world. Those who were worthy were sent here from Gan Eden, and those who were not, were sent here from Gehenna are we listening to this guys this is like really really it's a, we're building ourselves a structure which is what we need to build a structure for ourselves so that we can climb up that ladder safely meeting with the king of kings is something that you have to be you have to prepare you have to know you have to know who you're standing in front of And on top of that you have to understand your God and your purpose, and what's your purpose? What does God expect of you? And we're gonna get there, so we're gonna do this step by step. So let's build the vessel to receive this amazing light that's just waiting for you to to receive it. So the people that were worthy that are sent here, are, we either come from Gan Eden, or or we come from Gehenna. So the common denominator is that we all return to this world. To serve Hashem. Blessed be He. Why did we return to this world? Why? Some people are familiar with the Sephora and Makedoshim. And have seen in them that each person has returned in order to rectify at least one sin. We have to do Tikkun. Tikkunim. And that sin is his greatest challenge. And it's the main deficiency he must repair over the course of his life in this world. But the truth is that even if a person is sent to rectify a particular sin, his work doesn't begin with the correction of that sin, but much prior to that, way before that, and and, and this is generally the case, and there are some exceptions, but one can talk about fixing something when, for example, there's a house that has something damaged, like a wall, a door, or something like that. Then one can say that the damage has to be be, uh, repaired, but if there isn't even a house, and there's no need to fix anything so first it has to be a house and then there can be a need to fix it do we get the process here where we're going and this is also the case with our avodah with our avodah of of our creator in this world so even if in fact a person came here to rectify a particular sin for example that does not mean that his entire task is only limited to rectifying and fixing and doing tikkun for that sin And that his work begins and ends there. Not at all. Rather, each of us has to first develop ourselves. Building in our soul a well-founded structure of Avodah Hashem. Only after a person has built himself in a true way will the focal point of his Avodah be to rectify the sin for which he was sent into this world. But first he needs a well-rounded structure in the soul. A sound framework of Avodah Hashem, which is properly set up and well-defined. And this is what we're going to do here. This is our role. This is our path. This is what we're doing. So roll up your sleeves, guys, and really build up that desire because it's going to be amazing and so there's cases when a person rectifies the sin by the way of his previous incarnation in a few minutes it could be something so fast like maybe a couple of minutes and the rest of his life then what what's what's to do it's a waste so of course not definitely not so rather it's clear that each person has to build up his soul from beginning to end and in addition pay special attention to the sin for which he was sent back into the world so if so, we see that that particular detail is not his main work at all times. Rather, there's a general reason to why all people come down to this world. So a person has to first clarify what is this reason. what And, and when that becomes clear, it must be forever present in our mind and kept in sight at all times. It's This is necessary so that every moment a person is alive, the reason why he is alive at that moment must guide his life. A person must therefore live with this purpose in mind day after day, hour after hour, literally attending to each moment. That is to say that the knowledge of the reason for our existence is not merely a piece of information, rather that an understanding and awareness to which one's entire life must be attuned. So therefore each moment we have to adopt our thoughts feelings and needs to this reason when a person knows when a person knows and understands the reason for his existence he will understand that even his personal rectification is connected to this general reason and is really part of it so we're going to provide an example for example a carpenter a carpenter takes a saw in one hand and a board in the other and another he begins to saw and 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 while sewing the board his thoughts are preoccupied with like some other matters and he doesn't put his mind to the task so likely that the cut will be faulty the board will slip out of his hand or he might has for shalom, cut his hand and this may happen even though when he took the saw in his hand he knew clearly what he was doing and why he was doing it and he knows how to use a saw but nevertheless when he's actually sawing all this escaped his mind and he's thinking about something else completely. And the same applies to our discussion here. Hazal said that a judge must imagine that a sword is placed between his thighs and a small error would be dangerous. So, Rav Israel Salanter, Satsal said that this applies to each person. For everyone is a judge over himself. Our work in this world is comparable to the case of the carpenter. If Shalom, one is distracted from the purpose and goal of life he is in constant danger thus after one clarifies the purpose of his life he must live with this knowledge on a daily basis hour by hour literally tested the moment by moment the knowledge of the purpose of life is not just a fact that one hears about writes down and then flies files away for a record cleaning off the dust once a year before pesach This knowledge must be experienced, lived, and breathed so that one is totally attuned and aligned to it. So what in fact is the purpose of man's life in this world? I know it's like everybody wants that that question answered like so quickly, right? So the purpose of life is well known. It's not really well known, but it is. It's well known because one reads about it, hears about it, and so on. In truth, it's not known. If one would know it properly, by the way, the Hebrew, the Hebrew word for knowledge is yadiyah, y- which means connection, Okay, would it, and would internalize this knowledge, his whole way of life would internalize this knowledge and his whole way of life would necess- would necessarily change. If a person would apply the entire weight of his spiritual energy towards this fact and have a burning commitment to the truth, he would take a paper and pen and record for himself the purpose of his life. And he will place this paper in his pocket and take it out every quarter of an hour or so in order to constantly remind himself about it so that this fact will not be forgotten by him and he will live by it. And so in truth, the purpose of man in this world, what's that truth? So in the words of the Mesilas Yishayim are known. He wrote, the truth is that the only true perfection is the Vakus to Hashem. And that's what David Melech declared, as for me, closest to Hashem is my good. In other words, if one wants to know what makes a man fulfilled, he should consider what David Melech understood to be good for himself. If it was good for him, it's good for every single one of us. He said, as for me, closeness to Hashem is my good. And no one is interested in a broken table or chair. No one wants to sleep on a broken bed. Although more so, deep down, no one wants to be a broken person, but rather a complete person. And there's a concept also of a broken heart, but that's not relevant here. So what is a complete Jew? It's one who, or, or, or one who doesn't like hands or who doesn't like legs. Is that only superficial physical completeness. True perfection, namely, the inner completeness of the soul, is derived from closeness to Gadosh Baruch Hu, to Hashem. Dan Mahal wrote in the Silas uh, Yesharim, the truth is that the only true perfection, the true perfection of every single person without exception, is the vaguest to Hashem. That means it's closeness to our God. And he concludes anything else considered good by people is vanity and deceptive emptiness. And this is all a Jew really has in life. All we have, guys, is our closeness closeness to and the vacus to our God. The entire essence of a Jew Jew, is to be close to Hashem and to cleave to Him. It's not only in this world, in the world to come, that a man's ultimate purpose is to cleave to the Creator. Even here, in this world, man's task and purpose is to achieve the vacus any moment that a person does not cling to the creator he is for that moment an incomplete human being he lacks true completeness which is the vaguest to Hashem. so a sincere person who hears these words and truly accepts them in his soul must take these words of the ram Hall and write them on a sheet of paper and place the sheet in his pocket About every 15 minutes, he will remove the paper from his pocket and contemplate its contents well so that these words will be before his eyes at all times. He will remind himself constantly, why am I here? What is the purpose of my life? And the answer is, the bakas to Hashem. He will read the words again and again and again until they stand alive before his eyes and he has no longer, he no longer needs to look at the paper. He will live with a clear inner conviction of the purpose of his life and will constantly seek ways to actualize the true objectives of his very existence. And the time during which a person recalls the purpose of his life is the time when he truly, when, when he is truly alive. And so those times during which he forgets the creator the individual cannot be considered fully alive a person needs to be revived from this death-like existence at all times the revival will be by remembering why he is alive and what is his purpose in this world even when a purpose a person fulfills the mitzvot he must remember that the essence of a mitzvah lies in his connection to the root zvata companionship as the sephora makedoshim explained that's to say that the ultimate purpose of mitzvot is to become a companion, a zavta, to the creator, to be close and attached to him. Without this realization, the inner essence of the mitzvah is lacking and it's like a body without a soul. So Hashem, the Torah and Israel are one. That's to say, the Torah, its learning and the fulfillment of its mitzvot must be kept in a manner that brings to unity. And a way that enables man to cleave to the Torah and to the Creator. And that's the purpose of one's life, attachment to the Torah and to Hashem. So closeness to Hashem is my good. And that's not merely a piece of information or a slogan, it's the reality of life. It doesn't merely apply to Pesach, Shavuot, uh, or Sukkot. It applies to every moment in one's life, 365 days a year, 24 hours a day and so 60 minutes an hour it's the entire existence of man to be close to the creator and to cleave to him to feel that closeness to hashem is my good and certainly to live this way a person needs to clearly needs a clearly defined method in his Abu hashem in order to attain the vakers to the creator literally every moment but before we start to go into this method the purpose of life has to be absolutely clear clear to you beyond any shadow of a doubt it has to be clear To you, that the purpose of life is to feel close and attached to your creator literally every moment. An inner attachment with every fiber of your being. In other words, before we even begin to describe the method, it has to be absolutely clear. Absolutely clear which path we are in fact seeking and where we want it to lead us. And so there must therefore be absolute clarity. That the goal is closeness to Hashem is my good. And this is a point that each individual must completely clarify to himself. Until he we fully feel in our soul that at this point the purpose of life is clear without any doubt. And sometimes while a person is clarifying for himself that the purpose of life is closeness to Hashem. He, a person can believe and entertain the thought that in order to cleave to the creator. A person has to be removed from the world and be utterly detached from all worldly matters like Moshe Rabbeinu. So you should know that such a thought is a product of the advice of the Yetzirah who wants to distance a person from the truth and from the Creator. It tries to portray closeness to Hashem in black colors as something appropriate for only unique individuals, but beyond the reach of an ordinary individual such as yourself. And so the truth is that the Ram How clearly states that the it's the opposite. The Ram Howell based his work, Mesilas Yeshayim on the teaching of Rab Pinhas Ben Yair, who starts with the most basic level. He states that the Torah study leads to watchfulness and progresses until the levels of Ruach HaKodesh and the ability to revive the dead. At the end of his work and after he directs the individual towards attaining these high levels and lofty levels, he, he writes the following. And you, pleasant reader, must realize as I do that I have not completed in this work all the principles of saintliness. It's obvious that each person, depending on his trade and his occupation, needs direction and guidance. The path of saintliness fitting for someone who is solely occupied with Torah study is not the path of saintliness appropriate for one who needs to hire himself out for work for another. And neither of these is the path of saintliness suited for someone who is engaged in commerce. So the same applies to all the details of a person's involvement in this world. Each person, according to his situation, has aspects of saintliness suitable for him. And, and that's not the essence of saintliness changes, for it's certainly applicable to everyone, since it's nothing other than acting in a way that pleases the Creator. So since the conditions are different, it's impossible that the means leading to the goal, is not gonna change for each person according to his circumstances. So one can be complete a complete saint If, due to the necessity, he performs lowly work just as much as one whose mouth does not pause from learning. This has to be a real necessity, not laziness about learning Torah. This needs to be a true evaluation to ensure that he's not Hasbeth Shalom and the category of those who have forsaken the Torah. He must take counsel from a great man regarding this issue. It's evident from his words also that one can be a pious person who cleaves to his creator to the extent that he will achieve Ruach HaKodesh and the ability to revive the dead, regardless of his occupation. So it could be Torah study or labor. And this is provided that all his deeds are done truly for the sake of heaven. If he studies Torah to the extent that his time and ability allows, he works only as much as is absolutely necessary, and that too for the sake of heaven. So we see from this that anyone can cling to the creator, and it's not limited to rare individuals who are removed from all worldly matters. We also learned that the first person must the the first person has to fully clarify for himself that the purpose of life is to achieve closeness to the to hashem and after that he must be convinced that this is fully relevant to him that he is fit and qualified for this beyond any shadow of the doubt so before we when we clarified the obligation of the purpose of a person in this world we introduced the idea that wrote and wrote that when the nature of one's obligation and purpose becomes clear to a person he must remember this person throughout the day this purpose throughout the day he has to write for himself his purpose and about every quarter of an hour he should take it out of his pocket and read it so that this purpose is always going to stand before him and so now that we have clarified that the purpose of a person in this world is to have closeness to hashem and the vacas to him one must write on a sheet of paper that his purpose is to be close to the creator and try to remember it throughout the day as we said above. So, guys, take a pen out, take a paper out, and I want you to write, my purpose in the world is to be close to the creator. My purpose in the world is closeness to Hashem and the Vakas to Him. However you want to put it, but put my purpose in the world is closeness to the creator is having the vagus to our creator however you want to put it so that the point gets and sits home and you take that paper out every day and you understand and know it that your purpose in this world is closeness to hashem and the vagus to him write it on a piece of paper and make sure that this is this is what you see every 15 minutes pull it out your purpose in this world is to be close to the creator to be close to the creator. That's all you need to know. And this knowledge about life itself, it's about the essence of life, is not just another piece of information. For example, the following parable will help clarify what, what we're trying to say. A person climbs a tree, right? And on, on one of the branches, suddenly the branch breaks and falls to the ground. So the person immediately grabs the trunk of the tree and he senses that he has to hold on to it constantly because it's going to fall and die. Shalom. So the knowledge that he has to grasp the tree is not a mere piece of information. The person understands that that's his very life depends on it. If he forgets that fact, he's not He he won't naturally exert himself to hold on to the tree. He's going to thereby endanger his entire life. And that's what we need to do. So the very same is true with the issue here. A person has to understand that his very life depends on this. He must constantly keep in sight the basic knowledge that the purpose of one's life is to be close to the Creator. This must not be an ordinary kind of knowledge. Rather, one has to understand that his entire life depends on this. And if he forgets this knowledge, he places his whole life in jeopardy. Even before one knows how to cleave to to his creator, he must first set before his eyes the clear knowledge that man's entire life depends on the awareness that his only goal is to be close and attached to the creator. So the Ramchal teaches that the tree of life is named, so based on the Pasuk, and you who cleave to Hashem, your God, are all alive today. The essence of life is, and you who cleave to Hashem, and that's called life. When a person doesn't cleave to his creator, he's in a state akin to what Azal says, the wicked are called dead even when alive. And even though outwardly and physically such people are living, they lack the true vitality, which is the vacuous to their creator. Since they lack this, they're described as dead. And the Pasuk states, and you who cleave to Hashem, your God, are all alive today. So when there's a fulfillment of, and you who cleave to Hashem, your God, there's life. And if this is not present, then life isn't being truly lived. Hasva Shalom. And so we have to contemplate these words and understand them and pressing them deeply into our hearts. We're dealing with the entire essence and purpose of man. The purpose of man is, and you who cleave to Hashem, your God, are all alive today. And that's the entire essence of man. As the how wrote. As for me, closeness to Hashem is my good. So anything else deemed good by people is vanity and deceptive emptiness. And so we have to internalize this idea, guys. The fact that there's nothing else meaningful in life besides closeness and the biggest to Hashem. And that all the 613 or 620 Mizvot are only means to reach this goal. And undoubtedly one needs a method by which to take these words to heart and nonetheless we, we're going to first clarify the matter in our minds with absolute clarity it has to become perfectly clear that the essence of life is closeness to the vacas to hashem and nothing else all our actions whether physical or spiritual are only means to becoming attached to the creator and the most powerful means is the torah HaKedusha. So the conclusion of all, all, all we said is that one must have a des- clear desire to cleave to Hashem literally each moment and truthfully want it. And, and and this has to be clear. It has to be a clear desire. And, and the, your task is to seek a method in which to reach a true state of the Vakas to the creator literally each and every moment. But first a person has to understand and maintain a clear awareness that this is in fact his purpose in life to have a clear desire to achieve it. The greater one's desire is to live with constant debakers to Hashem, the greater will be his ability to toil and remove all the obstructions that will prevent him from true attachment to his creator. But if the desire and will are weak, any trivial small hindrance is going to prevent him from achieving true debakers to his creator. And there's a well-known idiom that one sees only the trees but not the forest. We ever, we, I'm sure you've heard that people that only see like the, the trees but not the forest. So everything in the world serves a spiritual end, and so we're going to use this saying for our purpose to explain the proper lifestyle of the um, the Vegas to Hashem. There's 613 mitzvot, to 620, but let's say let's, let's stay with the 613 vote. The one, the main one being Torah study, as our sages said. Torah study is equal to all of them. The 613 mitzvot are only the roots, the details are very numerous. And the words of the Zohar Kadosh, which describes the uh, 613 mitzvot as 613 pieces of advice, are well known. And what's the advice for? The answer is that they direct us and how to cleave to the Creator. It's to say that the mitzvot are not unrelated entities, but rather a roadmap, indicators as to how to achieve the Vegas to the Creator. And the mitzvot, therefore, have two elements. There is the action or the speech specific to that mitzvah. There's also the purpose of the mitzvah, which is to bring a person close to Hashem and Hashem, the vegas. The numerous details of the practical aspect of the mitzvot are the many trees of the forest, but we have to not lose sight of the forest from the standpoint of the inner essence and the ultimate goal. All the mitzvot have one end. All the mitzvot have one end and that is closest to Hashem and the veikahs to Him. I hope we're really understanding this because we really, really have to do this. I'm telling you guys, I want you to write. I want you to write on a piece of paper that my purpose in this world and this world, and this is why I'm here, is to achieve closeness to Hashem and the Vakas to my Creator. You should be writing this I'm telling you, write it down. This is not. This is not going to be a Shior that we're going to just listen and pass time with, and just keep going, and then nothing's going to happen. No, this is a Shior that's work. If you want, if you want to know your Creator, and if you want, and if you have a desire to really connect with Him and to really, really uh, have a real relationship with Him, and you want to be able to have a meeting with the King of Kings, then you first have to. Create a sanctuary in your heart. You have to build the space and you have to know. You have to know why you're here. You have to know your purpose. You have to know your God. You have to know who your God is. And once you start to know who your God is, Having that real relationship with him is going to come very easy. But you have to start from somewhere. And there's a lot of blockages that's not allowing us to move forward because those walls have been put up. And the Yetzirah has a good, he's a good construction man. He has a lot of great workers working for him to make sure those walls stay up. Here, I'm telling you, these lessons, every single one of them, it's a a tactless. We have to be tactless, so we have to do the work. We have to do the work and verbally, we have to do it in action. All that meets votes that we, we six hundred and thirty meets votes. They're either gonna be in word or they're gonna be in action. So we have to be able to know that what this process means. You want closeness to your God, you wanna know God. You want to know yourself you have to know yourself first because if you don't know who you are and you don't know why you're here how are you going to know about god so we're going to get there and we're doing it step by step and this is going to be a process that's going to be life changing you're never going to be the same after the after this the, the these sessions you're not you're not you have to change unless you don't want to and if you don't want to as i said earlier you know just just get off the group because don't waste your time seriously but if you really want closeness to your god if you want to get to know your god you want a relationship with your god you want to have a conversation with him you want to talk to him which is the reason why you're in this world the club that's it you're here yes to fix a sin or to whatever but you're here really to cleave to your god and to know your god to cleave to your god and to serve him to cleave to your creator to have the vagus to him so take that piece of paper and write right now stop what you're doing take the piece of paper write it right now my my purpose in this world is to have closeness to Hashem and the veikas to Him. My sole purpose in this world is to have closeness to Hashem and the veikas to Him. And you're going to take that out and you're going to look at it every 15-20 minutes. I want you to put it in a place where you're constantly looking. Every 15-20 minutes you're going to take it out and still you're, you're, it's, it's going to go from your mind and it's going to travel to your heart. And when hashem sees that you're doing this yes it sounds like oh it's so silly oh leah i'm not like in elementary school i'm not going to write this down i'm just going to like put a note on my phone I'm just, I, you know what no this 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 is elementary because if you're having a hard time doing it that means there's there that there, we have to go beyond before elementary school to reach you you understand what i'm saying so take the piece of paper write what we just said my purpose in this world is to have closeness to Hashem and the Vegas to Him. And you're going to see it every 15 minutes. And that's your job. And if you have to set your alarm on your phone, that you can do. To remind yourself to look at the sheet of paper and to look at that little piece. Put it anywhere you can where it's on you all the time. And you're going to start to, you know, to, to 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 say it. You're going to look at it and you're going to say it. My purpose in this world is to have closeness to Hashem and the veikest to my Creator however which way but that's what you need to say and that's what you have to look at and then it's going to come from your mind and it's going to start to travel from your brain it's going to start to seep into your heart and that's the purpose of doing this exercise and we're going to take it little by little and this is how we're going to start to learn okay but it's like building a structure it doesn't happen overnight you have to first build a very sturdy foundation and then we start to build a beautiful building and yes, that building is going to reach amazing heights, but you have to do your part. It's not going to happen because not someone, this is not something that someone else can do. This is not something that you could delegate to anyone. This is not something that you could put off later unless you want to, then like I said, exit from the group, not a big deal. Okay. And so if you really want to know and who you are and why you're here and your purpose and how to connect With your creator, then this is how to do it. This is the first step. And we have a, we have a lot of steps to go, guys. But we're all in this together. We're all gonna move together. Okay. And we all, even though, even those, Those that think they know how to talk to their God and how to have that relationship and how to meet with the King of Kings. Okay, beautiful. You know, but there's always an upper level and an upper level and an upper level. There's always different levels of connecting to God. There's always different stages of having the bakers to our God. It's not one size fits all. Okay, so this is an important lesson today was our first lesson baruch hashem you made it and Bezat hashem tomorrow we're going to continue with these lessons with siyata Dishmaya and hashem's help Bezat hashem we're going to get to 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 get to really really have true the to our creator which is such a beautiful place to be you have no idea when you're in that space nothing matters. I tell you, it's a different world. I can't explain it. You need to see that for yourself. And the fact that I'm going on this journey with you, my my Debekahs to my God, to our God, is, is is getting better because now I see things in a different way that I didn't see before. You understand? It's a constant, like the Torah. The Torah, every year you read the same parsha, but every time you read the parsha, you see different things, or different nuances in it because it's a living Torah. The same thing, learning how to click to Hashem and having Debekahs to Hashem is a lifelong journey it's it's lives differently your eyes will see different things and no different things as you go up that ladder so bezat hashem i'm so happy to see everyone joining and everyone that wants to cleave to their god it makes me so happy and if, guess what it makes hashem even happier you're giving nachas and shemaim to kadosh baruchul that he knows that his children that he loves and adores so much more than you will ever physically ever be able to know in this world how much the creator truly loves you and you're making him so happy by him seeing that you really have a desire to know your God and you really have that desire to know how to cleave to him and to be an evid of Hashem and that and and that and that's going to flow and that conversation that you're going to have with your God or you know it's going to be a conversation that you're never going to forget and it's going to feel like the best flavored dessert that you ever had in your whole life, then you're just going to want more and more and more of it. That's how amazing it's going to be. So kol to you. Bezrat Hashem. We're going to continue with these lessons. Bezrat Hashem. Kosiyat d'ishmaya Tomorrow. Baruch Adonai. Leolam Baed.